Hi friends, welcome back to the interview podcast. Today I have with me YA fantasy author Alice Ivinia. Hello and thank you for being here today. I do hope I pronounced your name correctly because I'm terrible with names. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely <Yes>. perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your books. So I am Alice. I'm from England. I actually live very close to Rianne, um, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> um, and um, yes, yeah, so I have published 11 books now um, and they're all young adult fantasy or fairy tale retellings. Um, and I like um, books with strong female uh, main characters who many people see as being weak or disadvantaged actually coming through to to being really strong and saving the day it's sort of my favorite favorite troop yeah um, I love yeah, that a few years now it's been fun perfect so when did you realize you wanted to be a writer um since before I can remember I think so um I I think I wrote one book when I was about five about a bear but I can't remember it um <laughs> But even when I was eight or nine, I just wrote all the time, wrote stories about um, this group of children who became the rulers of the sharks and all got married at like 12 and 13, because that in my mind was, was an appropriate age to get married yeah, when I was that. about seven or eight. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and then I wrote my first full length novel when I was 11, which was about a magician's apprentice who was really bad at magic um and then yeah I've just been writing since forever really wow yeah so interesting so which publishing avenue did you choose and why did you choose it so initially I went to hybrid publishing so I went with an indie press a very small press based in Taunton um which is reasonably close to where we live in I live in Bristol in England and um it was really helpful because this was back in 2016 I had no idea what I was doing and the marketing was all completely overwhelming um and I just needed my hand held throughout the process mm-hmm. um so it was really helpful and then I published two books with them and then after that I was like right I've got my head through the basics I can now go by myself um, and then I went I went self-published which has been amazing and actually much more effective for me. Oh that's really good that's really interesting that you started off with an indie press it's I've not yeah. had many authors that have said they've started that way. Yeah so that's, that's yeah. really interesting. Uh, what's been the most exciting part about publishing so far? Um I think the most exciting bit is is seeing people's reviews, people who absolutely love your books, which always seems to be impossible in my head. Like, how can these people love my books? Mm-hmm. But people who do, like, um, for example, today, someone said they were obsessed with my books and had done all this fan art for them. And things like that is just absolutely, like, it blows my mind and makes me feel so, like, so happy and excited. That's incredible. Um, I, see, one of my goals is to eventually get fan art of my books one day, so... <laughs> That, that is a very high achievement in my book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only one. Only one person's done fan art so far that I've seen. But it's one it is, is all you need. I'll have that. I'll take that. <laughs> it's like my their fan art's my phone screensaver and probably will be forever. Nice, nice. So what is one goal that you've set yourself as an author? Oh, that's a really hard question. I try and set myself goals. Um smaller goals frequently rather than one big overall goal um because I think it's really hard to see um 
yeah because I always want to keep on moving forward um I mean like ultimately I would love to have enough of an income from writing um to be able to basically be a stay-at-home mum mm-hmm. um and for it to be stable um but short term I just every launch I just want to be better than the launch before some more books than the book before um yeah and try and have fun at the same time uh, those are perfect though those are perfect so you mentioned that you do fairy tale retellings is that yeah ultimately where you get all the ideas for your books from or do you have some books that have just popped out of nowhere yeah um oh, a real mixture so three of my books so far are fairy tale retellings um I'm honestly not sure half the time where my ideas come from mm-hmm. uh, I think sometimes I just get a feel for a world where I, th- I think I just want to write a world that feels like like this and then try and create a world with that feeling um, and then I often th- have a an idea of what I want the inciting event for the protagonist to be and then I just try and fit it all together <laughs> but fairy tale retellings help because they've got half the plot written for you already yeah that is true that is true I have to say I started off as a pantser just going with whatever I wanted now I'm very very happy that happy that I'm a plotter because now I know what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of books we have one coming out in April the once upon a name anthology what got you into doing anthologies because you've you're in three now um I'm in oh goodness yeah three that are published already um and then I've got two more coming out in 2020 um what got me started with them um so I'm trying to think the very first so the first so yeah the first short story anthology I was in was Enchanted Waters which I actually organized myself um and I managed it myself uh, and it was so much fun um and I think part of that was I was just part of a group of really really lovely authors mm-hmm. um, and we raised, raised quite a lot of money for charity we raised over uh, so far it came out in July and so far in saying this in uh, October now as we record we've raised over 500 pounds um, for an ocean conservation charity that's amazing um, so it's I think and it's just yeah it's just absolutely incredible and then you get to be really good friends with all these authors mm-hmm. um, and I think that one was a success. And then since then, some of the other authors have caught the bug. So Sky Summers, um, who's another fairy tale retelling author, she was in Enchanted Wars. She's she's the one who came up with the idea of Once Upon a Name that we're both in in April. Um, so she was sort of inspired by Enchanted Waters to then sort out her own one. Uh, we're doing a sequel to Enchanted Waters called Enchanted Forest, which is very good, which is for um, um, in char- uh, forest conservation which Astra's taken over because I was like I, I can manage one and then I need a big break so someone else can manage <laughs> yeah. um, but they're just great fun um, and I quite enjoy writing short stories and it's lovely to get to know new people um, especially when they're raising money for a good cause yeah perfect okay so we're going to go back into the nitty-gritty of writing now so are yeah. you an early bird or a night owl tell us what your typical writing routine is like I like my sleep that I have a two-year-old <laughs> and so sleep can be a challenge ideally I would write um in around midday would be my preferred and not be not either making me get up early or going to bed late um in practice that rarely happens so normally I have to do my writing after my son's in bed um mm-hmm. 
because when he's awake I like to give him all my attention um so yeah sometimes I have to say the last few weeks have been pretty intense because of um um coming up to release of feathers of blood so <laughs> I've been writing like crazy so quite a few nights I've been up to midnight just trying to um reach my editing deadlines um, and get things sent out and get things finished and I do have a bit of a tendency to leave things a little bit last minute um <laughs> don't we all I, <laughs> yeah so it's been a few late nights for me but I don't function that well on not much sleep so I try and avoid it oh bless especially you. Things up at 6am every day <laughs> wow yeah I mean I say, wow, I'm up at 5am every day, but who knows what will happen when I have a child. Um, (laughs) You'll never sleep ever again. (laughs) Probably not. So what tools and software do you use? Uh, I'm very basic, actually. I literally just write on Google Docs, um, which works well for me. I like it because um, even if my computer died, it's still saved on the cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have to worry about losing it. I also like it because I can access it in other places. Um, so I don't need to have my computer with me. Um, so I have a Chromebook, so it was quite natural for me to do Google Docs. Um, and then I format using Vellum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I use any other software. I'm a bit boring, really, a bit basic. Wow, yeah, no, I love it. I see, I love I love all the basic stuff like mm. people trying to get me into Scrivener and I bought it once um I won NaNoWriMo, NaNo, ugh, NaNoWriMo last year um oh, wow. I've literally opened it once and thought yeah no <laughs> <laughs> it does sound a bit complicated to me yeah. like almost too complicated yeah I'm yeah. sure once I like have a play with it and you know get used to it it'll be fine but just yeah. It's a bit daunting to look at when you first go in and you're like, where do I begin? Yeah, <laughs> I think as well, once you're used to someone doing it one way, it's a lot of effort to change. And sometimes if, it's, yeah. if you're happy with it, then yeah. yeah. So big question. Have you made any mistakes and how did you learn from them? Oh, I've made so many mistakes. <laughs> um, I'll try to think of some good ones. I think sometimes rushing the time just before a launch um, can have a massive effect on your sales. So it's really important to have that space between you finishing your book and finishing the edits and the launch, which I always get wrong every single time of just not having enough time to set up um, everything to promote it, really. So make sure you've um, I mean, things like paid newsletter sorts need to be done way in advance, but just make sure you've talked to people to help. You've got your Instagram people set up, given your ARC readers enough time, um, given your beta readers enough time so that you don't end up overlapping everything with each other. And therefore, it just all ends up a bit of a rush mess. Um, so I think that would be one thing that I consistently do wrong. Um, Trying to think of things. Yeah, I think with... Looking back, when I only had one or two books out, um, I probably wasted money advertising in the wrong places where if I had just waited until I had more books out, it would have actually been worth it. I think it's really hard to get any money back from advertise, paid advertising when you only have one or two books. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other thing. I think if you're, if you're at the stage where you've only got one or two books, you just need to write more before you really worry, I think, about marketing. Otherwise, yeah. you do end up wasting money. No, I love that. That's really good advice for anyone who's listening as well. Um, a bit of a juicy question, if you can answer it. What are you working on at the moment? 
Uh, so, as I said, we're recording in um, October and um, I've released Feathers of Blood today. Today's my launch day. Um, so at the moment, I'm working on being crazy and trying to do everything at <laughs> once launch it um and it's been a bit of a crazy last few weeks just trying to get everything finished and polished in time because I left it a bit too last minute mm-hmm. um but it all I've got amazing editors who just pull everything together for me sometimes um catch all those typos that have gone through um and then I've got two things that I'm working on um at the moment so I've got Kingdom of Feathers which is my the last in the in the trilogy of the Kingdom of Feathers of uh, Kingdom of Birds and Beasts so Feathers of Blood is the second one Kingdom of Feathers is the third one so I've written a few scenes of that my favorite scenes um and I've also got a book going on in the background that I've been writing for about three years now and I just keep on coming back to it thinking oh I love this so much and then getting distracted by the book that I really should be writing um and I think I will finish that one soon and I might release that one around Christmas but I'm going to not make any promises oh how exciting Christmas 2021 so when this goes yeah, out yeah potentially there could be yeah, a book for yeah, you. hopefully around you listening now <laughs> how exciting if but it's yeah if, if, if it happens there if it's there and yeah. if it happens the link will be in the description so everyone can go and take a look at it uh, <laughs> If it's not, go and buy Feathers of Blood because it's fantastic. Well, I'm about to start reading it. I've just finished um, Feathers of Snow, so I'm excited. If you can <laughs> tell. <laughs> but we are at our final question, which is, what advice would you give to other writers? Um, I think it depends a bit on what stage of the journey you are. Um, I think if you're near the beginning, just write, write as much as you can because you get better with every book. Um, you get better known with every book. The marketing gets easier with every book. Um, so just keep on writing um, and you grow so much, you learn so much through writing. Um, and I think at the beginning, so I'll just try and stick with one genre. Um, I did two genres at the beginning and actually it's just, just stick with one until you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, it's so much easier just to get one and then get your following and everything. Um, and then I think my other bit of advice would be just make really good friends with other indie authors um, because your team around you um, are everything really they will help you and they'll keep you going and they will um, and also just lovely people I love my indie author community I love talking to them every day all around the world Um, it's really really nice people and they just remind me why it's such a wonderful thing to do to write indie books Um, yeah no that's perfect that's absolutely amazing advice and what a way to end the podcast so thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me um thank you for having me as i said all of your links for anyone who is interested in learning more about you will be in the description so go and check those out and we will catch you next year because this is the last podcast of 2021 yay